0: Is that it seven to eight PM sport on with Tabisomosia good evening and thanks for staying with us on SAFM and for joining us on SAFM spot on. Taviso Musia is me. Katlako Modiba is producing and Sylvester Komane is back in technical with us. Tonight we are going to look back at the Springboks win over Japan in that World Cup quarter final after as expected I guess the forwards obliterating the Japanese they suffocated them until there was nothing left there in the tank and uh, the box have now booked a date with Wales in the semis on Sunday at 11 and interestingly the Walsh have beaten the box in their last four meetings, including two under Rassi Erasmus. So we'll speak to our former Springbok and World Cup winner from the class of 2007 under Jake White. Wayne uh, Julius will chat to us about the boxers win over Japan and looking ahead to Wales. And also a story that broke on Friday that we're going to touch on. Former pro-tier uh, Goulam Bordi was sentenced to five years in prison for his part in that sport-fixing saga of the 2015 Ramslam T20 competition. He had pleaded guilty to eight countries of corruption and was facing a maximum of 15 years Uh, but he got 5, he's appealing the sentence so we'll hear from the NPA Uh, you might remember that we've been covering this story extensively since Gulam Bodhi pleaded guilty last year and there have been numerous postponements in the sentencing which finally happened at the Commercial Crimes Court in Pretoria he was also sentenced to 20, he was also banned actually from all cricketing activities for 20 years uh, by Cricket SA Uh, before then the NPA stepped in and decided to prosecute in a first of its kind uh, case here in south africa so we'll hear from the npa about uh, this uh this 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 case and then we are going to educate ourselves or will we be educating the referee i'm not sure which one it is here but there's an incident that happened in uh local football this past weekend in the golden arrows versus Bulukwane city telecom knockout match has caused headlines all over the place and understandably so now two players from golden arrows in Siadube and sibusiso cbc were ordered to remove a panja that they were wearing and despite the spandlers being covered the ref said that they are hazard and they they must be taken off. Now, uh, for those who are not aware, Ispandla is uh, basically a piece of animal skin that's worn around the wrist for cultural reasons. And uh, many have questioned now the decision by the ref uh, to force the players to remove this. And the players themselves are not happy. They've been speaking. One spoke to Daily Sun uh, today. Um, it was Dube who says... um who says that when I was told to take it off, I knelt down and I prayed in the change room. I told my ancestors the situation was beyond my control. One Isipanjla broke when I tried to take it off off and uh, that was Dube and uh, Sibeko says it wasn't the first time this season that he'd worn it he says we've explained to the referee and his assistants that this is our culture but they did not understand the worst part is that it was black people who told us to take it off as if they don't know why we wear it hopefully my ancestors will understand I didn't have a choice I'll have to hear from my family what to do now because I'm sure there are consequences so uh, that's how serious actually this is but before all of that we're going to talk mzansi super league 2.0 it's coming back bigger and better on sabc from next month and we'll speak to uh the Josie stars and we'll speak to the new central how lion ceo uh jonah right about the Josie stars upcoming defense of their title hashtag safm sport on so let's start right there then. The Mzante Super League returns next month exclusively live on SABC and Jono Leaf Wright uh, joins us now. Uh, Jono, good evening. Thanks for speaking to us on SAFM. Good evening to be and
1: good evening to all your
0: listeners. Firstly, congratulations on the new post. I know it's been two months or so, but I think you officially started in October. How's it been?
1: <laughs> it's, a, it's a treadmill going at about 180 kilometers an hour on a serious incline But, uh, <laughs> but lots of fun, lots of chaos um, But really an enjoyable experience so far And uh, yeah, it started on the 1st of October, Fisheed
0: What does Greg Fredericks leave behind?
1: As they say, any skyscraper needs a very good foundation to, to reach the sky And I think Greg's laid that for me He came obviously into Central cutting Lines many years ago under some very difficult conditions, and I think he navigated his way through and laid a foundation for me now to really catapult cricket and Kauteng cricket and the brand of Josie Stars in Central Kauteng lines to the next level. So, very blessed position, got a great board, uh, got great staff, and and now it's up to me to lead them and and take us to that next level.
0: And does it help that you're not new to the setup, Jono?
1: (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) I've been uh, in and about those... uh, Change rooms in and about those offices for about eleven years, so I know everyone pretty well and uh, yeah have uh, have fitted in pretty easily over the last uh, few weeks.
0: Well, the Mzansi Super League starts next month. Is are you expected to defend it? Is that the first mandate?
1: So we are representing all of Josie and all cricket fans out there and uh, sports fans out there, and certainly we believe that we had a good enough side last year. We had a bit of a rocky start we finish finished off strong, and hopefully this year we can start off well and end off well. But uh, we certainly believe we've got the balance to, to beat every team. We've got big hitters, quick bowlers, and a fielding unit that we believe will ignite any stadium that we play in. And uh, certainly with uh, Josie supporters behind us screaming loudly, uh, the trophy is going to remain right where it belongs.
0: And what, what was the key, what would you say was key to the success last season?
1: Yeah, I was asked that the other day and I think as team manager of the Jersey Stars last year, I think what really stood out for me was the connectivity between the players and the fact that they really enjoyed spending time together. Mm-hmm. And they formed a bond, and a real bond between each other and and were a real unit that just had fun and played as a team. And I think if you look at our results and if you look at our energy on and off the field, it really showed. The guys enjoyed going out to dinner together when we weren't playing cricket, playing around at golf in their spare time, and I think uh, that really separated us from, uh, from many other teams that were in the competition, where many of them probably went to the hotel rooms. Our guys ended up going for dinner together and spending time. So we were a real team, and we're looking to expand on that this year with some really fun off-the-field activities to, to create a real josie Star bond that we believe was, was very much part of our success in 2018.
0: Before we get to those festivities, you've you've got a new coach in Donovan Miller. Well, not so new, but but what do you think he will bring to this team and make sure that he and, and, and now that he makes the step up actually from assistant?
1: Yeah, so obviously Enoch Inquire would have been our coach uh, this season after being winning coach last year and a and great season he had with the Lions. But obviously when he was called up as interim pro coach uh, we, we took a collective decision and in fact the existing coaching staff took a collective decision that we felt Donovan Miller was going to bring that experience. He's uh, been very successful in the Caribbean Premier League, the Canadian Premier League, with the Ashes England side, and, uh, and was part of the coaching staff uh, with England in their World Cup winning campaign. So we felt that he would bring that experience. He's got great uh, connection with many of the senior players in the side and uh, has worked closely with many of our players on our side. So... We felt he would fit in the best. And obviously, he was part of our setup and coaching staff in 2018 mm. and, and got along really well to everyone. So we, we we're really excited and very blessed to have him join us um, later this month.
0: So what's in store then for us going to the bull ring this season? Because I know those guys there, Wanelle and Mkholis, they know how to put a party. They know how to party when the Jersey Stars are playing. What can we expect?
1: Yeah, as as in the slogan is fast fun for all. And I think <laughs> the Jersey Stars... Uh, really give that to the fans. We are fast, we are fun, and we are for all. And we want those fans to come down to the Bullring for that experience, join us at the Imperial Wondrous Stadium for a huge amount of fun and, uh, and a lot of energy. And we're going to light it up by playing good cricket and a brand of cricket that the fans will enjoy. But Winele and the marketing team and everyone at the Bullring will certainly create an experience for, for the fan that they will want to return for more. So music, fire, fun, and uh, lots of laughs and great cricket uh, I think will be for any fan that comes to the bullring during uh, Nzantie 2.0.
0: And when's your first game? Cape Town Blitz. It's uh, a replay of the
1: 2018 final, Josie Stars with Cape Town Blitz, Friday the 8th of November at the Wondrous Stadium. And uh, we're super excited to host everybody and super excited to have everyone join us at the Wondrous Stadium for for that big match uh, as we start our campaign. But 8th of November... I hope you're there, Tewisai.
0: Yes, no, of course, of course. Can't <laughs> kind of miss Wanale's invite. And and,
1: uh, and you better make sure you're not supporting the Cape Town Blitz. It's, of uh, course, the jersey not. Jersey stars all the way.
0: I've got a jersey that was given to me by Chris Gale. He's back this year, right?
1: He's back this year, yeah. He's with us for the first six games. Chris Gale arrives uh, on the 1st of November. And then uh, we've got Shad Malek that will join us for the remainder of the Zanzi Super League from Game 7, hopefully right through to the final.
0: Okay, great stuff, Jono. Looking forward to the new season of the Mzansi Super League 2.0. We'll see you guys on the 8th then at the Wondrous.
1: Yeah, and the Jersey Stars retaining that title and uh, keeping our hands on that trophy.
0: Great stuff. And always follow them on Twitter. They're very active. Uh, the Josie stars on uh, social uh, media. Always the uh, first with the news there when it comes to the mzansi Super League. Stars underscore Josie. That's their Twitter account. Stars underscore Josie. And as I said, the mzansi Super League exclusively live once again on SABC. At SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Sia on Twitter. So on that note then of the cricket, um, I did mention uh, that uh, on a rather sad note, um, Gulambodi has been sentenced to five years in jail. Uh, Well, depending on which way you look at it, I mean, Alvira Peterson came out and said, it's a great day for cricket uh, that Gulambodi has been given five years in jail. But um, that tweet really did not end well. Because the first one to respond was a a certain uh, Kevin Peterson saying that, You've really tweeted this when you were banned for two years for the part that you played wow so anyway gulambodi has been sentenced to five years in prison uh, we believe that he's gonna apply for leave to appeal it was for his part in the spot fixing saga he was believed to be the middleman here in south africa for whoever um was uh, in charge of him he was the one that was recruiting the guys i actually had an interview on another radio station before we came here to safm with etim balati who was sentenced to 10 years um was banned for 10 years by cricket sa and Etimbalati balati was actually telling us that he met gulambodi once. Uh, Gulambodi said, look, I've got a chance for you to make money. Uh, this is what I need you to do. And Etimbalati said, no, thanks. And then... Before he knew it, Etimbalati was charged and banned. And his, his his mistake and his error was that he did not report it. The rules are clear. If you're approached by somebody who wants to fix a game or who wants to fix certain aspects of a game, which they call spot fixing, then you have to report it to the authorities. All the cricketers know that. And Etimbalati did not report it. And that's why he was banned for 10 years. He didn't do anything, didn't take part in the spot fixing or anything like that. And uh, he, he, he confirmed to us that Goulambodi was the man that was calling people around and meeting with them. So gulambodi has been sentenced to five years in jail then. And uh, we did put a call uh, to the NPA just to try and understand more about uh, this case because um, it's a first of his kind. He becomes the first person to be prosecuted under uh, this new act. So we spoke to uh, from the NPA, the Khaoteng Spokesperson, um, Ms. Pindi Mjonondwane.
2: As the NCA, we welcome the ruling. Um, Remember that in sentencing any accused person, the court would normally consider what we call a triad factor. And this is the interest of society, the personal circumstances of the accused, and the seriousness of the offense. So in this instance, um, we believe that what influenced the court. Who um, imposed such a sentence was the fact that Mr. Gulam pleaded guilty to all the eight counts of corruption that he was charged with.
0: We believe now that he's appealing the sentence. Firstly, can you confirm that for us? And is he in, is in jail or is he outpending the appeal? Well, with that one, I'm
2: still waiting uh, waiting information from the prosecutor that dealt with the matter on Friday so I cannot really confirm um, on whether or not his bail was extended and if not if he is still in custody.
0: Are there any plans to oppose the, 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 the bail application and the appeal application?
2: In yes, as the NPA, um, uh, should such an application be brought before court, it will be opposed, the reasons being we believe that um, this is a serious matter and uh, the sentence serves as a deterrent. It is a groundbreaking ruling, uh, one that will help deal with similar cases of match fixing within the sporting fraternity. So, therefore, we believe that it was a just sentence. The court considered information uh, that was brought or evidence that was led before court and came to a just conclusion.
0: Are you able, Suspini, to explain this act for us since this is the first of its kind here in South Africa? It's the first time we've seen a conviction under this Prevention and Combating of Corrupt Activities Act.
2: Yes, indeed, it is. Um, these are offences of corruption um, relating to match, what we call as match fixing. The, the accused person was charged in terms of section 15 of the Prevention and Combating of Corrupt Activities Act. Um, this was in respect of corrupt activities rela- relating to uh, sporting events and um, he faced eight counts of corruption. This is um, as the state alleged that he paid um, some players mm. from India and South Africa uh, to play in a predetermined way at predetermined times and during uh, predetermined matches, So, which um, uh, could have therefore uh, um, led to the prejudice of, uh, some of the teams and the players who were involved in those matches
0: and then at which stage does the npa get involved because he was he was banned for 20 years by cricket south africa do you then pick it up from there is that why you were able to prosecute
2: in any criminal activity that has brought to our attention as the npa we are bound by the law to act and um, what then influences whether or not a person should be prosecuted would be prospects of a successful prosecution. So as soon as a prosecutor receives a docket, then they they went through the uh, contents of the dockets and they realized that indeed it is possible that the crime was committed and there is a person that can be held liable hence the letter was then enrolled
0: i we just wanted to find out why was it being held at the commercial crimes court is there a specific reason for that
2: the matter was brought to our attention by the anti-corruption uh, costume of the hawk mm. and um it also falls within the mandate of the Specialized Commercial Crimes Unit and to cross been uh, profit at the Specialized Commercial Crimes Court.
0: Okay, and then um, there are six others that were also banned by Cricket South Africa for their role in this incident. Uh, will the NPA be coming after them also? Well, investigations
2: are, are ongoing insofar as um, the six more players are concerned. Where there is enough evidence for the npa to prosecute the npa won't hesitate to enroll such matters and
0: um, bring the six players before court the npa how spokesperson pindim john ondwan is talking to us about golem body's sentencing it's not clear, we asked, it's not clear if he's out on bail or if he's in jail pending the, 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 the appeal. Uh, we did reach out to his lawyer. The lawyer said to us he's working on the appeal, but they can't speak now. Uh, so we have to respect that. And when they're ready, then we'll speak to the lawyers because we've spoken to them before.